the reason Christmas is special is because it only happens at a certain time of the year. Because it's special. Right? Okay. That's fine. Listen, listen, bro. I didn't ask you to put your tree up June 1st. I suggested November, November 1st. Where November, let's calm where down. Do we stop? Just calm where down. Where do we stop? That, that, you overreached. Because once pumpkins, okay. one's not. So if somebody it, came it, to you and said, October 20th, I put my tree up. What, do you not like joy? Would you stop them? Yeah, I would sit there and I would say, that's too, that's okay. too much. That's I, too as much. As long as we have a lot. Enjoy the pumpkins. Hey everybody, Jen Hatmaker here, your merry little host of the For the Love podcast. Welcome to the show, you guys. <laughs> oh, today is so fun. Oh, I'm so happy you're downloading this. We're in our super warm and cozy holiday season. So if you've followed me for a hot minute, you know that I love Christmas. You know that I love Hallmark. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what you say. There's no shame. There's not enough shame in the world you can attempt to put on my shoulders because this is my deal. What even is Christmas without Hallmark? Hallmark is Christmas. And so if you are like me, you started watching these addictive little movies since late October when they aired. When I had them queued up, by the way, queued up and ready to go. I don't care because you know why? Life is hard and something needs to be silly and easy and fun and have a nice sweet ending. I don't care. I do not care. The rest of us, we live in the real world where nothing ever is that charming and ridiculous. And so I will take it in my Christmas movie. Excuse me very much. Thrilled to have the return of our absolute favorite Christmas crew from our favorite Christmas movie podcast. We've got the deck, the Hallmark guys back this year after we had them on last year. And basically the four of us laughed for one solid hour because they're like, they're just comedy gold. When we were building out the holiday series this year, I'm like, 100% the guys have to come back. So if that's our only episode in the Christmas series, then that's what it is. And so I've got Bran, I have Panda, and I have Dan back on the show today. And all we have done is laugh our heads off. I'm going to have to like put together a screenshot highlight reel of me literally like putting my scarf over my face, like dropping my head to the table falling out of my chair. Like they made me laugh so hard. Last year, I exploited their expertise from their absolutely wildly popular podcast on these movies. This is what they do. Deck the Hallmark. We broke it down and had such fun doing it. And so if you haven't ever go back and listen to that one, that's a really good intro, but today they're back for seconds. And we are talking about, well, they've got a new book coming out, which I insulted and then promoted. And so that's just, sometimes you get both things with me, what it's like for them to be professional podcasters, how they met, what their special little brand of magic is that just keeps working and working and growing and growing. And they've just got it. They've captured lightning in a bottle here. And if you've never listened to them, you're going to be so happy that you happen to download this episode today because it's just fun. It is fun from beginning to end. The guys are fantastic. Deck the Hallmark is such a hilarious concept. And the four of us together are a real mess. Like we are, I don't even know what's going to have to go in editing at this point, but it is a blast. You guys, please enjoy my conversation with the absolutely hilarious Deck the Hallmark crew, Bran, Panda, and Dan. Okay. My guys, welcome back to the show. Our episode last year went bananas because everybody just thought it was hilarious because it was. Hi. We went bananas. We went bananas? Yeah, you did. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Unbelievable. Mm. You know it. Drop that like it's hot. A little Gwen Stefani reference is going to work. It's going to set this tone. Without without like Gwen, I would not know how to None of us would. No, uh, we would still be grateful. We'd say there's a double N. It's double N. Yeah. yeah. You just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Gwen set us straight. I Thanks, need more Gwen. spelling songs she did. with Gwen. <laughs> <Yeah>. She really did. <laughs> did it go bananas because we referenced like 15-year-old pop songs? Is that why it went bananas? Is that, is that well, that's I think because a myriad of... Get ready for a second banana. <laughs> that's right. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, wherever that came from, listening community, like we're here all day. Are we, how old are we? I don't remember if I remember, like, are we the same age? We I'm are, 47. No, I'm 38. 
You're just I'm, a baby. Well, I'm the oldest of the three of us, Jen. So just oh, take it easy. Yeah. yeah. I know Panda okay. looks like he's older than you, but he's not. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's, That's fair. not nice. It's not nice, but it's it is nice. true. I do look easily. Mm -hmm. uh, 33 over here. Mm -hmm. I'm, tw I'm 20. Okay. I'm 29. What? How, yeah. how did you even know who Gwen Stefani is? Well, I, did you learn it in the history, I'll tell you what in your history class? After his second Tide Pod, he went right to the Gwen <laughs> Stefani. That's what he does. It's wild. <laughs> Listen, don't knock it until you try it. Listen, you guys, it's good to see you. And I just told you that I love your, everybody who's listening right now, you ought to probably hop over to YouTube so you can see this episode and just, you'll thank me later, but you guys have a brand new set and it is fancy. So I want you to talk us through the set and I want you to tell us, I mean, I do see your pictures behind you with your names on them, but just go ahead and self-identify. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, I, okay, let's go. I'm Bran. I'm the guy who loves the Hallmark Christmas movies and all things Christmas. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm Panda yeah. and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. That's what I'm into. Uh -huh. And that's what you're yeah. into? No, that's what I'm into these days, Dan. <laughs> I really like <laughs> it. Do you love them? Uh, that's what you're into? I'm that's what I'm into. into. Are, are you ever just tepid vanilla on something and you're really into it? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm I don't really understand. into tapioca pudding. Like I, just... I don't either. Actually, I'm going to tell you something, Dan, that's my general gear. I don't have a medium gear. Yeah. I am either. Me too. This is literally my favorite thing ever yeah. dreamed up in the cosmos, or I hate mm -hmm. it with the passion of a thousand fiery suns. Totally. That's understand. where I live. Yeah. But he's, yeah, okay. he's all right. Uh, I'm Dan. I despise the movies. I like Christmas yeah. just fine, but the movies uh -huh. and all that they are and stand for, I typically don't like one bit. And this so. is nice because we mm -hmm. can, do this we little can do camera this. hi and he has a nice like the spies <sighs> thing dumpster fire yeah. right here mm. that uh -huh. we call that uh that dan's, oh, I see. dan's corner my corner over here that's that right decorated. <laughs> i did it all myself it's like for sure. little dark corner of hatred that's right. yeah. is that what it is yes. yeah, this yeah, where yeah. all the negative energy yeah. is going to be pulled from but it's fine but it still okay. looks, you have a role to play but it still looks cute yeah. you know that's I will so say I've grown, mm -hmm. I've evolved over the four years. I used to just hate them, and now I love to hate them. Like I, I get, sure. I get some joy out of out of how bad they are, and I think that shows some uh -huh. real growth on my part. I mean, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think that is progress for sure, and that's a sign of a healthy brain. <laughs> mm -hmm. Just like walking it down the track a little that's bit. Right. Good job. I'm really proud of Thank you. you. So okay. Just in case there's like five people who didn't tune into our episode last year, can you please just tell the people, why am I talking to three men dressed in a way, sitting in front of a scene talking about Hallmark? Like, what's your deal? Like, how has this become a job and who's paying you? Mm, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. There's the real good, great <laughs> question. <laughs> That's tricky. Well, we don't need to talk about the money because it's very sketchy. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's not sketchy is there's a Tide Pods lawsuit. It's, it's wild. It's wild. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, it, oh, it, came, it came from my uh, my love of these movies. I've loved them for quite a few years now. And I was looking for a podcast like this one that we made, and I couldn't find one that kind of spoke to me as a a straight male who also sure. likes sure. Hallmark in Christmas his 20s. movies. Yeah, in his 20s. It, 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 it is it's a, very, really it's a very specific <laughs> podcast that I couldn't find. Yeah. Yeah. This is a sliver yeah. of a demographic. Right. A sliver. That's how we make the yes. money. That's yes. right. Every yeah. person, every straight white male that's 29 years old listens. That's right. Every one of them. You got them all. Got them all. <laughs> There's all... at least 47 right. and they yep. list that's that's right. week yep. after week. Rabbit. So yeah, I called my, my two buddies because I wanted it to be more like, you know, fun and comedic and less like, let's, uh, let's really dive into this. <laughs> and, and, I, I'm curious about that voice. I like it. I'm thank just, you. Are you mad? What are you manifesting there? Who is that? That is Who's that voice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, you know, I just, when I watch the Hallmarks, I just, I got to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a little upsetting. I'd like you to move on. <laughs> I've, I've, I've reversed. I've changed. Yeah, that's on you. That's not manifested in the I wrong did. direction. You're right. Uh, you are so right. And let it go. Nah, and you, you are so Jim, right. You did it. I, I put that hook in that's the water right. and he bit right. and I have regrets. Yeah. So yeah. It's typically okay. how all of our podcasts yeah. go. We start a yeah. dumb bit and yeah. we just keep it going past anyone's <laughs> totally. need. Totally. The voice will come back I mean, at some point. Right. Uh, <laughs> you won't see it coming. Anyway, it's called The Boys and they were like, sure, let's do it. 
That was in 2018, the summer of 2018, where all good Christmas podcasts start. And we've been rolling ever since. We've been really lucky, got invited on Good Morning America and kind of allowed us to reach an audience that would not have known about us otherwise because there's a brilliant podcast out there. So yeah, a lot of luck, a lot of fun. And here we are heading into our fourth holiday season. With a book uh, coming out. With a book coming out. So it's been a really fun ride. So I love how much attention and success your podcast is garnering because it's genuinely funny. It's such a fun little, everything's so dumb in the world Mm. that we're just, we need you. Like we (laughs) need you to keep this absurdity train, like chugging down the tracks and you are delivering. It makes people happy. And I'm not surprised that your star rose in such a way that all of a sudden you're on national television. This makes sense. This is how it goes. Yeah. Cause we're like craving fun and funny and even like silly. And so here's my question to you. I mean, cause four years, you guys yeah. on a fairly narrow slice of the pie here, mm. like Christmas movies. Yeah. Yeah. So how are you keeping this fresh? Like literally as, as content creators, as podcasters who have a, a pretty specific point of view here, and it's already hard enough to release a lot of episodes in a podcast. It's just an, it's a huge labor. It's enormous lift. So how are you keeping the flame alive here as it were, right? How is this staying fresh for you? We do it daily too. We release five episodes a week, which is, which is just... <laughs> It's just absurd. What I was going to say was, I think that what helps is it, it's not necessarily that the, the structure doesn't grow stale on some level because after, what, how many have we done of these? 400. 400. Almost 500, 500, 500. 500. Almost 500. It's that really we riff with each other so yeah. often we make each other laugh. Uh-huh. Like we are genuinely uh-huh. best friends. Like, yeah. and so we are constantly trying to make one another laugh and we succeed. And then sometimes our show gets a little away from us. I would say oh, just from yeah. time to time. Yeah. Uh, but I would say we're, but that's what makes it fresh for us. And as long as we're still laughing, I think you were the one who said, as soon as it doesn't become fun for us anymore, we shut it down. We're just not. I would say this, we had a decision to make. We didn't actually sit down and have a board meeting and vote on this, but we, we never get tired of trying to make each other laugh. Like Panda said, but we had, there was kind of a fork in the road. And my guess is it probably happened in late 19, like about a year after doing this, we started to become a lot more bit heavy where we would have like voices like brand. Like we would be like, we got a, we got a, we got a clip and we would make up a voice. Like we're a radio show with clips. And that is very true to who we are off, you know, off, off air, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And that decision made us probably gain fewer listeners because it wasn't just a strict, this is the movie. These are the beats of the movie that that was stale, you know, 10 episodes in, but our, our enjoyment of each other and trying to make each other laugh, like in, in going that direction and taking that fork, you know, in the road, we found a group of people who were like-minded and were like, these are my people. Like, this is like sitting in Mm -hmm. a room joking around with these guys. And so if -hmm. we could continue to add to that family, you know, little by little, it it never feels stale to me because you know occasionally it's like man that this this episode didn't really work or whatever because we released so many but from a standpoint of it feeling stale like we're all it's it's like a stand up comedian trying to do a new set every night that's what yep. it is like we're we're coming out here and we've not planned like we don't do any scripts we don't do any of that and so sometimes it goes off the rails and it's we are just crying laughing we're like this is the best time and, and sometimes we're like. I don't know how anybody listens to us. Yeah. I don't know how right. they, they, they get right. there. But I think embracing the absurdity and the silly, that has allowed us some freedom to not kind of be shackled in by the, the format of what the show is. And we've taken a lot of liberty with that, a ton. Yep. Your chemistry is everything. So you're right. Like that is the magic. I think when I did the episode with you guys on my show last year, I was telling my podcast team after we wrapped and basically we had laughed for one hour. I don't even know what we said. I don't think that there was any substance. No. I think there was zero substance, but it was all funny. That's that's on the back of our book, in fact. No substance. No substance. All, it's all hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good sub. It's a good sub, you guys. But I was telling my team that when I got off the recording with you guys that I had, I was jealous. I was jealous because of the shared energy that kind of almost becomes like its own entity. Like there's the three of you individually, but then there's this, this compilation of the three of you where like, I mean, this nicely, like the sum is greater than its parts. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. There is no, no there, I'm a total dud. Yeah. We, uh, our book is that. a sham and we're terrible individually. That is right, what that I've is gathered all, I from Jim clear. so far. Yeah. And uh, I appreciate her. I knew when I real. got out of bed today, I was like, <laughs> 
I need a pick me up. And I, I'm so happy we're going on this podcast. This is going to be what I needed. My wife was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I got to do For the Love. It's just going to be an insult trend. Like Jim is just going to be just calling calling shots. We're just going to try to manage as best we can. I'm oh, you're so right. I'm sorry. I, I, I woke Jim. up salty. I don't know what happened today. Oh, you're, my gosh. I'm nice. Wrong. You know, I'm like a nice person. I encourage people. Oh, gosh. What I'm trying to say is your chemistry is magic. That's what I meant. Yes. Oh, I would, I but I would say this, and I think we would all agree with this, that each of us in it, it reduced just us is absolutely insufferable. Mm-hmm. Like all, all of us would buy <laughs> ourselves after an hour. You're like, that's enough. Mm-hmm. But, but <laughs> together I do, there is something about that. We yeah. cannot see each other for weeks at a time. We step in a room uh-huh. and there's an instant kind of riding a bike yeah. chemistry to it for sure. Well, one of you guys kind of go backwards just a teeny little bit in your story and, and fill in how it is that you are friends in the first place. Cause you're, you're literal friends. Yeah. And so what is that? What is your relationship? Cause I, I remember this, but not everybody knows. We all taught high school and initially Bran and I were started the year at the school at the same time. Panda joined a couple months later. Brandon and I went on a senior trip where the seniors got to go to Costa Rica. It was a private school and they got to go to Costa Rica on like a service trip. And we're on the plane. We literally didn't know each other at all. And we're sitting shoulder to shoulder. And by the time we landed, we were just doing bits. Like we were just like making each other laugh and doing bits. And then we had to basically, we were rooming together for the whole trip and we came back and just immediately they started implementing the fact that the two of us together were doing this stuff, like we would go and MC, like it was a K to 12 school. And so like those Christmas presentations where the five-year-olds get up and sing and they got to shuffle 30 kids off the stage and bring 30 more kids on. Well, it's just dead air. And so they would have Brandon and I up there and we would do a bit. We would go up and we'd sing a song and make it up or we'd do something. And then Panda showed up and we found a kindred spirit. And so we would just try to put ourselves in awkward improv situations. Like I would just like pop in his classroom and just start telling him a story or whatever. And so it became this, this kind of entity, like you said, where we would try to make each other laugh. We enjoyed each other's company. And so when these two guys left the school at that time, the podcast was a way for us to just hang out. It wasn't meant to we didn't think, I said, 100 people will never listen. Like I said that. And so, but now we've been friends since 2012, 12, so like nine yep. years now. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can't replicate that amount of shared history oh, either. Because uh-huh. after that many years, I mean, you're coming up on a decade, the stuff you've done oh, yeah. and experienced <laughs> together and the trouble you've gotten into, it just like builds this entire mountain of potential bits. And so there's just no other way around it except for just be friends for a long time and be funny. Like that's, that's the secret sauce. And you guys stumbled on it and you weirdly made a very strange limit. <laughs> and I salute you. You know, I just salute you. I, Thanks, I'm an Jim. Enneagram three. So I'm always thinking, how can we uh, build a business over what, <laughs> on whatever, yeah. like literally on whatever that's less important as to how can we build it? Yeah. So I, I love your space. And I think it it's, I think it's as fun to you as it seems. It is. It is. From us looking in, this seems like you guys are having a ball and you've nailed it. It's a blast. You like nailed, you've nailed life. Well, the stakes could not be lower. That's right. That's right. That's true. That's true. That makes it pretty fun. <laughs> it sure does. Okay, you guys, let's get into the weeds a little bit. This summer, I took myself to a one month by myself trip to Maine. Okay. I went to Bar Harbor by my own. I had some people kind of come up a little couple of days at a time, but for the most part, it was like a, I called it me camp. Okay. I went to me camp and that was my first time in Maine. So obviously I have you guys on the show. We're going to talk about Maine because the through line on all my comments while I was up there posting my magical pictures with my lobsters and my sweatshirt and the harbor and like the, the it's Maine. Everybody in my community was like, you're in a Hallmark movie. You're, you're writing it in real time. You're writing it. Like I had a date guys. I had a date when I was on, that was my first date since 1992. Oh wow. So there's some like, Oh, see, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, you're in a Hallmark a movie. Date, yep. You're in one. And it's like a town square and there's dogs everywhere. And so why did you leave and go back to the big city? What, what were you even thinking? Like that was your chance. I literally don't know. I literally don't know. Except the only thing that I can think of is that 
the children who lived here oh, there's that. Yeah, are yeah, still yeah, yeah. in a season of needing our parents. Yeah, yeah fair <laughs> so enough. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. if not me, who? Yeah. Right? That's right. Although I had regret. I mean, I got on that plane and I immediately resented everyone that I was going to do. <laughs> like immediately. It was <laughs> like deep resentment. The big city will do that, man. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about Maine. Graham was born there. The quaintness of a little seaside. I was not born there. You born in no, Maine? that's incorrect. I was born in Orlando. I lived in Maine for uh, four years when I was a kid, very close to Bahaba. And I'm very uh, like a little town called Brooklyn, which is not hey. New York, but it is very hallmarky. Mm-hmm. And I'm very surprised that you found somebody to go on a date with there. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. You did it. I can take that comment in several yeah. ways. Yeah. 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 I'm going to choose like best and well, no, that's not impressive. about like, you. Found someone uh-huh. that uh-huh. is not about you, and more about the people of Bahaba. <laughs> you know what? It is a brand. Yes. Yeah. It's a yeah. brand of people. I, I understand now what you're saying, and I'd like to talk about Maine. Do we? What is the best Hallmark movie currently, thus far, set in Maine? Ooh. And mm-hmm. Let's write it out a bit. Like, let's build it. Because now I am the lead character. I could well, of be. course. I could yeah. be. Or I could get, like, Candace Cameron Bure to play. Mm-hmm. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I could at least be a show writer mm-hmm. behind the scenes, which is a really complicated job in the Hallmark mm-hmm. genre. Mm-hmm. It's really for complicated. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Complex, yeah, yeah, yeah. Complexities yeah. about yeah. layer, <laughs> twist, right. and so many turns. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to build out a Hallmark movie in Maine, what's it going to look like? Let's just say, I don't know. I'm just going to throw this out there. Like a recently divorced person who's going to go find herself. Mm. She's going to go find herself for one month. She's going to stay. This is no hint of a lie in a renovated convent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She mm. is. She's going to do wow. that. She did, did you do say that. a renovated convent? And I sure wow. did. Yeah, I mm, sure did. Interesting. It was like eight bedrooms. It, like the chapel was renovated into this like luxury living room. You cannot even imagine mm. it. I should have sent you pictures ah. in advance. I had a cruiser bike. Ding, ding. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? Can you yeah. see yeah. it? Oh, I see it. Okay. It's coming together. Yeah. Well, what are some of the elements? The, the main, the only movie I can think of that was set in Maine and Hallmark is Let It Snow, which is a That's right. Jesse Hutch, Cameron's Camera Beret classic. Mm. There's a there's a lodge. Mm. Jesse Hutch's. Man, he's chopping wood. Chopping he's wood. chopping yeah, wood. He's good at it. Um, so you're going to have to meet mm. somebody chopping wood. I yeah. think that that she needs a crusty strong. Yeah, like well, that's the, I'm curious <laughs> about that. Like, does the sailor genre play in? I think here? it does. Ooh. I think you need some guy who's you know out I mean? there with the lobsters. He's coming in. But I are mean, we making a Christmas movie or just a main Hallmark movie? But maybe you don't need to mm. distinct. He's having a hard time because it's winter. Because he just wants to go out in the open sea and he needs to find love. He this needs Christmas. to find, find warm love. And, warm finding love in the harbor. Mm. Christmas in the harbor. Oh my Christmas gosh. At the harbor. That's not a bad thing. Oh, oh my Christmas gosh. Christmas at the harbor. It's not terrible. <laughs> and it sounds just like the rest Christmas. of it. So Christmas at the you're, harbor. you're tracking. <laughs> yeah. Although you do bring up a good point because I was there in July wearing sweatshirts. Yeah. And so I have not yet experienced, Bran, you're going to have to explain it better to me, but like maybe Christmas in Maine is the wrong play. Maybe this should be just Hallmark. Oh, I'll tell you what my community named it. My main squeeze. Ooh, that's not bad. I don't that's know. That's a really good well, one. Let's good. just workshop that's it. That's a good one. Let's just workshop that's it. Good stuff. I, I, okay. I really like it as a fall movie. Well, fall, fall, fall yeah. in for Maine would be pretty straightforward. Yeah. <gasps> oh, not bad. Yeah, yeah. See? Fall in Maine now. is just a, a next level. So I think that's the play. Less on Christmas, more in fall. Because oh. yeah. you can still go out and, and he can do his... He can still do the lobster. He can still do his gig there. It's super crusty. Yeah, super crusty. That's, a, that's important. Um, yeah. That's the one word that the screenwriter of Hallmark came up with. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, guys. No. I'm just going to say from the, Remember, from the girl side of things, I'm like, is Well, it, I'll say this. Is that the word? And Hallmark, <laughs> he, he should be crusty, but he's not. Yeah, he gets... Like, yeah. Oh. He, he comes off the boat looking yeah. like, oh, what's yeah. going on? What's going on? Have, have you done yeah. work today? Uh-huh. Cantankerous, oh, but looks yeah. like Tyler yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's what we're saying. It's totally. He is only crusty adjacent. That's right. Yes, that's, that's like, crusty adjacent. Hallmark yes. leading, yeah. leading men only get one adjective to describe themselves. Like, that is important. They only get one. So, oh. crusty oh. is all we got. But really, all it means is he's just been mm-hmm. off at sea for a while. Yeah. 
Okay. His hair is still perfectly okay. coiffed. Don't worry. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He looks like Josh Dumal, but don't mm-hmm. they That's all? That's right. Yes. Yeah, don't yeah. all the Man, fishermen. Yeah, I never thought of it that way, but yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. They have to meet over lobster, right? They like, got to meet over lobster. You just man. have to. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. scene where you've got a bib on and it's it's a weird, it's a Oh, scenario. and he's teaching yeah. you how to crack the lobster. Crack it, mm. butter it, this whole thing. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Butter then gets on your nose. He get, does this whole oh. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And can I just say this also really quickly? Candace yeah. wishes. Yeah, Candace wishes she could play you. Yeah, she she, she can't. True. She can't do that. No. She wouldn't do you justice. Okay, Brian. Okay, Brian. No. That's nice. We're making up right now. <laughs> We're making up from a like slew of insults. Yeah. And you've just th- given me an olive branch and I received Thank it. You. Okay. Thank you. That's it. It's only niceness for me from here on out. So that's really sweet. <laughs> We all love Hallmark movies, or at least we love to make fun of them or both. Their cheesiness, their predictability, their cozy, wholesome sweetness. But here's the one thing we can all agree on. Any kind of Christmas movie watching also requires comfy outfits. This is just a law. We can't watch without this prerequisite. You may have heard me talk about Third Love before because I have, because it's a brand I love. They design bras and underwear, which I'm going to tell you about, but they also have a super soft, loungewear and cool activewear collection that's made for movie watching. I am loving their washable silk PJs and their cashmere hoodies and sweats. It's just perfect right now. And by the way, last minute shoppers, that loungewear would make the perfect Christmas gift. Now for those bras, these check the box on beautiful and supportive and comfortable. They're bras you don't want to fling off the moment you walk in the door at home just to turn on Hallmark. I wear Third Love bras almost 10 times out of 10. Third Love also has inclusive sizing with half cups and bras and extra small to 3X in the rest, all developed using real women's measurements. And Third Love is the largest donor of undergarments in the US, donating more than $40 million worth of bras to help people. Isn't that great? Feeling truly is believing with third love upgrade to everyday pieces that love your body as much as you do right now. You guys can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash for the love. So you guys that's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash for the love. You guys, I don't think I've stopped laughing today on on this episode. It's just nonsense here, but I do want to take a minute to talk about the times where it isn't easy to laugh. I know a lot of you can relate and the holidays can really escalate these feelings. So I want to acknowledge and make space for every one of you kind of in your feelings right now. My therapist, Carissa taught me this sad is not bad. Hard is not bad. Hurt is not bad. So if you're feeling like you need some support in this season and therapy is on your mind, please let me nudge you toward better help. BetterHelp is an excellent resource for professional counseling because it's a safe and accessible entry point. It's all online. So your therapist literally meets you wherever you are. Their licensed therapists have a super broad range of expertise categories. I mean, everything, trauma, depression, body image, anxiety, family conflict. I mean, just you name it. And because it's all online, BetterHelp is able to offer not only convenient and accessible options, but affordable ones. Uh, You can start communicating with a BetterHelp therapist in under 24 hours, you guys. So as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash for the love. And you can join more than a million people who've taken charge of their mental health too. So that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash for the love. Okay, let's talk about how you're getting prepared for your season because it's go time for you right now. It's Super Bowl. Here we go. Like I'm getting ready. I know we're recording this a little bit early, but my my Christmas tree going up November one. Yes, on the dot, on the absolute dot. (laughs) How do you boys start getting your head in your headspace? Because now it genuinely is tis the season. You're not just manufacturing it in like March. And so what are your Christmas things? What do you do? What are your, what's your traditions? What happens in your houses? Like, how are you firing up the engine? Well, this isn't hard for me to get ready for Christmas in October. I'm pretty much good to go anytime you need me to. I listen to Christmas music all year and I'm ready. And I, you know, got to decorate this set. So I'm good to go. 
Like whenever okay. Hallmark, if Hallmark wants to start October one, I'm good with that. Yeah. Truth be told, yeah. if they never did any other season, I'd be fine with that as well. Just give me Christmas all year. Oh. So this isn't hard okay. for me, guys. I don't know how you get prepared, but for me, it's just uh, I'm I'm ready at a moment's notice. I can tell you this: uh-huh. my involvement in this podcast has greatly changed how I get ready for Christmas mm. because I was a it has to have a very hardline day after Thanksgiving through Christmas guy. And I love for those, for those four weeks. I love it. Right. That, that is, mm. that's the season. You do Christmas music on the radio, decorate the tree the day after Thanksgiving, go buy a tree from the lot, sure. decorate a real tree only like hard and fast. Like these are the rules. This is how it goes. Christmas Eve at grandma's house, uh-huh. the whole bit. Hallmark starts the season the week before Halloween. <laughs> so they start the season uh-huh. on October this year, right. October 23rd. We, to kick off every season, do a marathon where we sit and we live stream ourselves watching Hallmark movies. That's right, gang. You're watching people watch Hallmark movies. That's what you're doing on a Saturday. You did it's it. It's the modern day. Uh, and and uh, <laughs> that is, you've reached a, no, a new point. And you, you're watching. Yeah. And, and, we, and people have said, this is how I kick off the season. But for me personally, like Christmas just lives here at the studio until the day of Thanksgiving. But I'm in that spirit. As soon as it kicks off on Hallmark, there's just no way around it. Like I have to be, or I'm just going to be the worst person. Mm-hmm. And so starting October 23rd, I start to go ahead and release that idea that Christmas has to be four weeks a year. But at my home, still the day after Thanksgiving, we go to the and lot. You've, we, you've we, relented a little bit on the music. Like correct. the music will come yep. on earlier yeah. now. Yeah. Like well, it's my early kids November. are helping there too. Yeah. I got one kid that loves Christmas music yep. all year long. And I, I, yeah, he like, that's his go-to real Like, if he's getting anxious, yeah. like he wants me to play or sing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer to him. Okay, Panda, uh, cr- what about Yeah, you? Christmas candles. That's what gets me going. Mm. It, it's got to smell like the Christmas. Smell. It's all about that. We mm-hmm. set it up day after Halloween. Why make your Christmas season short when you can make it long? So November 1. like November 1. Thank it's, you. it's important. Thank uh, you. And it's got to smell like Christmas, though. It's all about the Christmas smell for me. If I could get yes. a good, like, Fraser fur smell all year long, that's oh, yeah. the smell. The Absolutely. smell of that type of Christmas mm-hmm. I love it. Is, yep. It, Stuff. You have several scents to pull from. Yeah. You, we could go pine, yep. woodsy, mm-hmm. mountainy, earthy. We could go cinnamon, yep. clovey. Yep. We could go peppermint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like, I say yes. Yeah. I say yes, yes, yes. All of it. I'm not going to yeah. choose. Yep. Why choose? Yes. This is good. And I like this idea of why not just start Christmas on November 1st? Like, do you hate joy? <laughs> Like, do you just hate happiness? Would you like less of it? Here's what I do. Would you like less happiness in your home? Right. (laughs) I keep a Christmas tree up in my bedroom all year. Oh, yeah. And then, and then we uh, decorate in early November, the rest of the house, but like just a little, a little corner of the same token, this whole idea of, do you not like joy? Like I love cotton candy, but I don't eat cotton candy all the time. It would make my stomach oh, I hurt. See. And first of all, you don't know. I, like we I, haven't tried that. I would tie. Okay, have- <laughs> that's true. That's true. But like, have you ever met that's anyone? Untested data. Have you ever met <laughs> but anyone? my point is, is you have never kept a Christmas tree up all year and realized the but little uptick of joy that bigger, it brings you. The, I'm not worried about your little tree in your room. I'm talking about the people that okay. are like. Do you just not like joy? No, I love joy. But what I'm saying is, is that we did a crisp, we did a really dumb thing, Jen. We ate a ton of cookies one night as a part of a promotional event. And one of us threw up. I'm not mentioning names, brand, but, but the threw threw up, up. you threw up the cookies. We ate, uh, Panda and I each ate 55 sugar cookies. No, you did. We're talking big boys too. We're not talking frosting right around your uvula back there. It's disgusting. (laughs) Here's the thing after that, I have not had a, a sugar cookie with frosting since. I bet you have it. Haven't. I bet you so have it. So there is an economic <laughs> principle of marginal utility. I know I just use a bunch of big words, mm. brand, but it's not <laughs> as simple as I want joy all the time, so I get it all the time. Like, it, it, you, the reason Christmas is special is because it only happens at a certain time of the year. Because it's special. Right? Okay. That's fine. Listen, listen, bro. I didn't ask you to put your tree up June 1st. I suggested November, November 1st. Where November, we, let's calm where down. Do we stop? Just calm where down. Where do we stop? That, that, you so overreach. Because one's pumpkins, okay. one's not. So if somebody it, came it, to you and said, October 20th, I put my tree up. What, do you not like joy? Would you stop them? Yeah, I would sit there and I would say, that's too That's okay. too much. That's I, too as much. As long as we have a line. Enjoy the pumpkins. As long as we have a line. That's you got to give about. the pumpkins their due. Okay. Enjoy the pumpkins. Okay. 
Okay, I'm not disagreeing with you, Dan. Okay. As mentioned, November 1st is my starting date. I love date. it. That feels I love it. appropriate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. It feels appropriate. Let's talk really quickly about Christmas music because this is also a thing for me. When the Christmas playlist fires up, we are in it yeah. to win yep. it. But I don't have any little kids here like y'all. Y'all are in the, you're down in the mm-hmm. weeds still. I, my youngest is 15. Uh, I'm on my last two out of five. I don't even know if they still live here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm in different, I don't have to listen to Rudolph as my Yes, case. you don't. I, I'm not, in, I'm not listening to Rudolph. I'm listening to John Legend and Carrie. Okay. Underwood. Okay. Yeah. Please tell me that you downloaded Hallelujah from last year when they released it. Oh yeah. Oh, it was great. Please it was tell fantastic. me. Was yep. it who is it? Ben Platt. Phenomenal. Is it Ben Platt? No, ben Rector. Ben Rector. You always confuse. I flip it. It's, yep. it's, it's, yeah. it's a Dear Evan Hansen uh-huh. Rector switcher. Uh-huh. I do it every time. I can actually see the crossover. Yes. The ben Rector's there. Christmas uh-huh. album is really great. Yep. It, it's got it's uh-huh. fantastic. It has a Thanksgiving song on it, and Brand right. introduced that to me, so it wasn't my idea. It's fantastic. You're welcome. No, I thank you. Yeah. I appreciate. What it. else? What else? I'm literally writing this down. I'm taking notes. Uh, right the Google now. Dolls released a Christmas oh, album last Lord. year. It was not great. Is this true or no, not true? Hundred percent true. Uh, 100% true. Not a great album, but I still love the Goo Goo Dolls. So yes. there you go. Yeah. That one feels off. Brand. It was very. I'm going to write it down. It, Resonant gave me uncomfortable vibes the entire time, but <laughs> I still. You know what? It's being fired up this year. Head. You're a good. You're a good. Hey, head. Goo Goo head. Head. Um, Bare Naked Ladies has <laughs> has made my favorite Christmas album. They made it over ten years ago. It's wonderful. This is true yes. too. It's great. They do a song with Michael. This is not what I expected. A song with Michael Bublé on there. They do a a great rendition of God Rest You Merry Gentlemen with uh, Sarah McLaughlin. It's wonderful. Nice. It's really a lot of fun. Okay. There's also an independent track I like. Uh, It's by Mariah Carey called All I Want for Christmas is You. You may have heard of it. Up and coming, I think. It's it's a new one. Yeah. I've heard that one. I think it's going to hit this year. I think it's going to, this is the year. Yeah. It might make it, it might make it as a soundtrack to a commercial. The key is to have a, the key is to have a really good mix. So like, to have the oh, classics, yeah. but then also like sprinkle in like August Burns Red metal instrumental oh, Christmas sure. stuff. Like it all, uh-huh. it all points to to uh-huh. Christmas, and it will get you in the feeling. But uh-huh. you're not like exhausted by the, you know, the second of November because you've heard "All I Want for Christmas Is You" somehow already three dozen times. That song is genuinely ubiquitous <laughs> for about two and a half months, and it's. Yeah. It hurts my feelings. Did you download Leslie Odom Jr.? Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Album so last year? He is such a great voice. Slay uh, me, man. Great voice. Slay. What a voice. Oh, what a gift. What a guy. Okay. God, that's when like I look at a person and I'm like, this is how you know that this world is unjust. Yeah. Some people got too much. Yes. <laughs> they got too much. That's not fair. That distribution process is clearly unfair. He is just a dreamboat. Okay. Let's talk about the book. Sure. All you right. guys have a book. This is a really exciting because you have a completely j- jumped genres now. And so I have a million questions about it, but just start here. Like, tell us about it. Oh, uh, oh, this, you this, were talking about oh, the, this, the book that I wrote? Oh, oh, that's unbelievable. That's fancy. Some, somebody also propped one up on the table there. It's just, it's just <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. God. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's this, this. Okay. Tell us about it. Tell us what it was like to, to create it. What was that process like? Because also I've never done a collaborative process. I've only been like a solo writer. And so I don't know how this worked for you. How did you figure out your rhythm? What are you most excited about? I would love to tell you that we put in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears here, Jen. Um, We are very proud of this book and it represents us very well. And we can't believe how well it turned out. The, the mastermind behind this book is Alonzo Duraldi. He is a film critic for the rap. He's also a dear friend of the program. He's on the show. Gosh, all the time. All he was on the show weekly this year. He's just the best guy. He's written a book called I'll Be Home for Christmas Movies, which is about... Nope, uh, that's our nope, book. That's our book. He has written that book, though. Yes, he has. Like, he has written. He's written a book called Have Yourself a Movie <laughs> Little Christmas, <laughs> which is about Christmas Pretty movies cute. as well. He basically, we said, what would it be cool if we wrote a book? And then he had this idea where you you have this book that celebrates like an ultimate fan's guide to these movies. Like them, love them, hate them, doesn't matter. There's you know, 120, 116 movies in there where we give a quick, some quick hitter information on. There's an index in the back, but there's recipes, how to throw your a Hallmark Christmas movie viewing party. There's a, a drinking game and there's bingo cards mm-hmm. and there's, you know, all this so great cute. stuff. And so we each wrote a little bit of like an essay at the beginning of like what Christmas means to us. And then he mm-hmm. got all the audio files and then made them transcripts and then basically mm. created a reduction sauce. So if you've never listened to the pod, I think you can still enjoy the book. And so he really yeah. 
crafted and created something that represents us better than I ever thought imagined. Yeah, our humor and everything. Yeah, he does a great job. It's all in the book. And I I can't believe it because I just was, at every point, he came up with the pitch for the book. He got it to his agent. His agent came up with the pitch. They, the, the, the publishing companies called up, like we literally got on a call and we're like, Oh, you want to do this, huh? They were like, "Yeah," and and that was, you know, yeah. so so our our end of it was do you know creating the content, but yeah. but it it has become something that we're really really proud of. And I was reflecting with Alonzo a couple of days ago actually about the process because it's been such a it's it feels like years. we've been talking about it forever, yes. but we signed the book deal in 2019, and so it's just been this long process of getting these things, and so there's been lots of little benchmarks of getting the manuscript for the first time and being like, holy cow, this is like actually works. It's funny. And then getting the different drafts for the cover and being like, holy cow, this looks like a real book that I would want to read. And then actually getting it for the first time after a a COVID delay, pushing it back a month. So lots of just little moments of being like, this is super cool. I can't believe this is real. Wasn't Um, the first draft like almost 400 pages? Alonzo didn't realize it, but are you being yeah, serious? Yeah, it was, it was huge. It was massive. Massive. And the the, co- the publishing company was like, it's like war and yeah, peace. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to cut on this because he had just he had done such an amazing job. The first He's manuscript, so I was like, this is unbelievable. And then they were like, yeah, we we're trying to give a coffee table book here. Like we're not trying to like you know have the, the compendium you know, Webster's. I mean, we're still know, 261 with the index, right, with so the index. it's you know. Yeah. It's got some girth to it. It's got some heft. That's right. I like how you snuck the end, the index in there, right. Brandon. You got like, to. don't don't sleep on the index. Don't fall asleep well, no, on that no, index. No, the index has a lot of yeah. fun things. So, uh-huh. so for instance, uh-huh. you can tell that we mentioned M Night Shyamalan, and this is true. I'm trying to. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's in mm-hmm. the index. Mm-hmm. I can't find it's it. S H Y. Yeah, 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 but it's like three uh-huh. or four times, and it tells you the yeah. You know, we'll as the index when we mentioned that, like that's important. So that's fun. Yeah. You just get to know an M Night Shyamalan. Don't sleep on the index. Sleep on it. Mm. I won't. In fact, not only that, but, and I'm not going to give spoilers here, but you've got some behind the scenes gems here, mm. right? Like, oh, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like, that's exciting for us to know. We might be walking into some, some little, some tea that you've discovered and you're prepared to spill. Well, I mean, we've been really fortunate over the last few years to have these actors come on the show and talk about the movies. And we've learned so much about the process of making these movies, like they're made in 14 days and everybody's just boom, boom, boom all night long. Mm-hmm. And it's just really interesting to find out how these movies, you look at them and you're like, oh, that makes sense, 14 days. <laughs> yeah. So it brings a lot of clarity to like, why why does it look this way? Why does sometimes it not make sense? And mm-hmm. like, give me an example. Hmm. Well, the one story, Chris Palaha, who's been in a lot of these movies, Rocky Mountain Christmas, Hearts of Christmas, uh-huh. uh, Small Town Christmas, uh-huh. a lot of Christmas ones, as you can imagine. He's, but also sure. in Wonder World and Jurassic. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder, Wonder World. World, though. That's a great He movie. is he in that, that and we're not wow. allowed to talk I about that. trailer. Yes. He sent it to us. We're not allowed to talk about it yet. It. Yeah, it's a wonder. Uh-oh. You've said too Dude, much. Ja- You've said too much. His jazz hands are unreal. <laughs> unreal. He does uh, the best. So anyway, Chris Chris is a dear friend. He wrote the foreword for the book, which is wonderful. But he also okay. yeah. tells a story about how Rocky Mountain Christmas, which is a fave of, of Hallmark fans, he got a call the day after Thanksgiving to film the movie. It was on air December twenty first. So literally, yeah. when we Wait, when we yes no, in the same, same year. year. Mm-hmm. So when when we're when we say that's not the norm, but but it's but just it can happen. They're putting a movie. They're filming it, but they're editing it, post-production, sound, everything. They turn that as thing around get, in 24 yep. days. Like the door is shutting behind them as they're taking that's steps. That's right. Yep. Yes. Like that's that's locked and loaded. Yeah. It's it. It's yeah. We've also, this isn't in the book, but this is fun. We also knew because we were trying to get a screener for a movie that a movie wasn't, there was, it was intimated to us that they were still editing a movie the day it was supposed to be put on the air. Yep. Wow. Uh, so wow. there's there's quite a bit. Uh-huh. Everybody is it, it is a machine, but it's all hands on deck, and yeah. they they use every second that they have. To it's just it so different, like okay. working with like Netflix. Like I'll go into the Netflix press page, and they'll have screeners up for stuff that's coming out in like a month. And Hallmark, it's just like you're probably not going to get a screener. No. It's like, the Wild it's, West out there. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing the best. You know what? If it if it airs on TV, good. We'll do the best that we can, but anything, uh, anything before 9 p.m. on Saturday, good luck. Yeah. We also, we also have a couple of people in the book that tell stories from their childhood, which is cool. Yeah. Like, you know, food that they grew up eating and, and things like that, which I, so we had a bunch of, 
of the Hall Stars jump in. We got a ton of uh, principal photography from the movies in there too. So it's a, I mean, it's a fun read. Yep. So fun, you guys. And let's be really honest. With people like y'all and me, I'm just putting myself in the same category, much in the same way that I put myself at your same age. Do you <laughs> yeah, like how I'm yeah, putting no, myself right down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Bran is literally in his yeah. 20s. I'm like, are we the same That's age? Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get confused about my where I am at on the time <laughs> on the timeline. Anyways, when it comes to people like us, frankly, the best way for us to be presented to the general public is distilled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just get rid of all the garbage, which is, is it 80%? Yeah. Oh, at least us? for us. Yeah. yeah. For, for me, for sure. Like if somebody could just edit me yeah. in every way, yeah. like, and just boil it down to the reduction, I, that would be, I would be brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. That would be the best version of me that ever lived. But I have all the ancillary stuff that nobody has the heart to tell me I can't include. <laughs> Well, you have a long form podcast, Jen, like you interview people every week. So you're doing all right. So yeah. I want to be here to encourage you. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'm doing fine. Thank oh, you're you. Welcome. Obviously you ended up with over half your book on the cutting room floor, but that is not trash. That's book two. That's book two. Mm. So you pick up all his little sad tattered <laughs> little pieces that broke his heart yeah. to take out and you just dump that thing into your Second next edition, book. So, oh yeah. That's going to be great. That's what it yeah. is. Please. That's what it please. is. Listen, look alive, you guys. Right. Why am I having to teach right. you this? Yeah. No, it's true. Like, it's true. Nothing is wasted. No content ever. It's on us. While we're talking about cozy and comfortable things, footwear firmly fits into this category, or at least it should. I give negative zero points to shoes that I can't walk in. I'm just not going to wear them. I became a Rothy's girl the minute I put on their slip-on sneakers. And they have been in absolute constant rotation for me ever since. You've seen me wear them a thousand times. They're durable. They're classic. They're sustainably crafted. It's like a win-win-win. So whether you're new to Rothy's or not, what I want to tell you is that you're going to want to check out their holiday collection of fresh and festive styles. It's like everything from glittering metallics to elevated neutrals made for any occasion. And they'll carry you right through the holiday season in the best possible way. And if you're shopping for someone else, Rothy's has something for everyone on your list, like with their ultra comfortable, washable shoes and bags and accessories. So win the gift game this season with Rothy's shoes and accessories, get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash for the love with extended returns and exchanges through the holidays. So that's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash for the love. Okay. Last question. Then we're going to land it. Talk to us about this year. How are you going to teach us to throw like the best holiday watch party? Cause I'm doing this. Okay. I'm doing this. I, I would say you guys are going to probably be better from a Hallmark Christmas watching party than I am. I would say that beverages are important. Mm-hmm. I think that that's, that, that food helps. Beverages you, know, you can do critical. themed beverages. What was that meal we had at the Oh at my the gosh, thing? yeah. The, uh, it was a Christmas themed yeah, mule. Yeah, like a cranberry mule? A cranberry it? mule, but it was called something fun. Jingle, jingle juice? Jingle juice? Half know. the battle with drinks oh, is like a, come up, is a fun Christmas name. Right. Screwball mm-hmm. peanut butter whiskey has been my thing over the last month. Whoa, and that sounds disgusting. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not. He's been trying to get me to try it for a while. I, I well, the, I can't. What's in it? I don't get it's, it. It's just it's just whiskey, it's but it tastes like peanut butter. A jar uh-huh. of Jif. <laughs> you just you just oh, blend it up like, like a milkshake. Oh, like no, 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 no. It's an actual <laughs> like, drink. It's flavored whiskey. It's flavored it whiskey. It's not a mix. No, it's drink. flavored whiskey. So I'll I'll oh, throw that in okay. with some like okay, I'll with allow some it. like Bailey's and stuff like that, and just make this really delicious mm. concoction. So there's lots of fun stuff you can do with that. Yeah, mm. for sure. Mm-hmm. And then you know, food and stuff. If you like food, you maybe can make during the food. commercial break, you do like a little giveaway. You give a, oh, oh, no, just like a little yeah. game or something like that. Bingo something. cards <laughs> are great. Mm-hmm. Bingo That's cards are a blast. Bingo cards are great to have those. Which you know. We could find that and, in a new oh book gosh. coming hey, out have now. You heard of that book? This is a great. groundbreaking new book. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. All that stuff is is fun. There are we there are a ton of recipes in this book, and we get to take pictures with all this food, like we're capable of making it all, which is not necessarily true. However, there are some brownies with chocolate ganache on top of them in this book. It's stupid oh, peppermint okay. and peppermint bark on there. I and see where you're at. Just bonkers. Don't change your life. Yeah, I see where you're at. What you're saying is that you have given the people a one stop shop. For like the best viewing party ever. Mm-hmm. It's all in yeah, there. The cards, the recipes, the lingo, 
everything we need to know to be like a contributing member of your watching. You, yeah. right. you could it's literally right. open okay. up the book and find a movie that all of us like hated and say, Hey, we want to watch like the worst one. Or you could find one that yeah. we all really liked and you could, you could pick the yeah. movie. You could make some fun treats, have some good drinks. And it's all right here in this. You uh, want the one we all hate. Good it's, job. You guys. I only had Christmas. If I only had Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, mm. It's so fit. Oh, that was a, a hate, yeah, hate, 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 do you have any lead contenders for a real big win this season? Like you're, mm. you've got your eye on what show coming up and it's got a killer lead and it's got real legs. Like if you're just going to predict. Oh, well, there's a few yeah. this year that we're really excited about. It is a weird year. Hallmark normally has all of them out like the schedule with the synopses by now when we're recording this in October, they don't this year. It's very weird. We only know about 12 so far. And then they're going to, they, we know there's going to be 41, but we only know the specifics about 12. So it's a very weird year, but the one, I mean, there's a couple that I'm very excited about. One is a time travel movie with Christopher Lloyd. Who's a conductor on a train. Wait a minute. Christopher Lloyd and Leah Thompson, both from back to the future. I like it. Oh, and it's time time travel. Time travel. Conductor on a train, which is the end of back to the future three. When the train leaves, Mm. How is that not yeah. so, a leader in the club? Yeah. Very excited about that one. And mm. I think there's a Christmas mm. mystery too this year, like an actual mystery. Wasn't it a crime or something? I don't know. There's one, the one that I'm really excited about, there's a guy who's in these movies named Paul Campbell and he has come on the show a bunch. He's incredibly funny. And in the movies, they typically don't let him be funny. But he, he has started to write movies and he he's really, really good at it. And, he, and he's written a movie that's going to come out later with two of my favorite actors in it. Tyler Hines and Bethany Joy Lenz, but he's in a movie called The Santa Stakeout. And by all accounts, it, it looks like a sheer farce comedy of yeah. a movie. Like okay. it looks like oh, Hallmark is attempting to make an actual screwball comedy. And they could fall flat on their face. That would be fun. Or it could actually be good, also would be fun. So that's a win win for me. Let's keep our fingers crossed mm. on that. I love a good yeah. comedy. Yep. That's not typically their no, strength. It's not. I wouldn't call it their strong no, suit. No, 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 no. But I, let's let's swing for I the fences here. Doing. It's got a cast you like, a writer you like. I'm going to keep my eye mm, on that no. one. We got, we got new Hallmark over here. New Hallmark yeah. is doing new things they and are. trying new stuff. So I think it could be a really fun season of movies that feel a little bit different than what people might think of when they think of Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm. Okay. Well, we'll tune into you guys as our resident experts who will, at the bare minimum, have an opinion about it. Right or wrong, it remains to be seen, (laughs) but you will have something to say. Okay, so let's wrap it up here. Just top of your head, if you had to pick. Your very tip-top favorite, like, Christmas song or carol. I mean... Just you have to pick. You don't get to choose I'll go with Oh Holy Night. uh, uh, Oh, same! Because I not only think that it's the best Christmas song, I also think it's just a insanely well-written song like lyrically it's brilliant mm-hmm. it's one of those it's, structurally it's, it's just phenomenal and mm-hmm. it's one of those things when that when it's done well it will give me yes. goosebumps every time i typically goosebumps i cry uh, my eyes out i typically when oh holy night is sung well that is my choice but i will take a christmas song by nat king cole mm, also a good um, one Ooh, christmas good one song by nat king cole is just epic yep. he just crushes it good one it's fantastic it's good yeah oh come oh come emmanuel okay favorite favorite hymn mm. it's one of my favorite songs it's uh is it it is singing it to myself right now <laughs> is that actually good let me is go that back a good song it's it, a, is good. it is good it is yeah. man if they do it, if they do it right man if you you can get a funky vibe on it it's yeah, good a funky vibe yeah and i will say collectively uh. we've adopted christmas shoes by new song Ooh. as our favorite no <laughs> okay so I knew this was heading south. Okay, you guys. I made you answer this last time you were on the show because I make everybody do it because it's my show. (laughs) And so each of you are going to answer it however you want. And it can be, you can be earnest if you feel like it, or it can be ridiculous. What's saving your life right now? We'll start with you, Brand. I'm going to go, this is, I feel like someone's probably answered this on your show before, but I'm going to go with Ted Lasso. 
Mm. Oh, well, I can't. Why'd you have to bring that up here? I end? just I have so much to say. Here's here's why. It is one of the only shows that I can think of. My brother is watching it for the first time right now. And I was thinking to myself, <sighs> if there was a show that I could watch for the first time again, I think yes. Ted Lasso would be towards the top of that list. Just because it's 100%. really fun to see my brother's reaction to watching the show for the first time. Uh-huh. And so it's magic. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ted Lasso. I love it so my much. My daughter is right now in the throes of watching just television I hate, which is why <laughs> I've tried to just, you know, as much as I can with without crushing her joy, steer her into slightly mm. better childhood from my my youth. And so Mighty Morphin Sli- Power. Slightly mm-hmm. better childhood from your youth. <gasps> no, television. I, okay, television. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Television. Yeah, television uh-huh. From my youth. And uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay. The original wow. Oh, she dressed up as the original Power Ranger. Oh, That's saving my that. life right now because I enjoy I enjoy watching shows from my childhood. Pink Ranger. Oh that man, is, she's great. I saw the picture of her as a <laughs> pink, pink she's Ranger. Adorable. It was adorable. She's great. The fact that you consider that better childhood television a little bit. Uh-huh. Well, it's better than what I, she's watching. Blippy. Oh, I, I just I can't handle it. Uh, Blippy. <laughs> Yo, I don't even know what uh, that is. I don't even know. Okay. I'm so far removed. I've done. If my you time. want, I've if you it. want just to be sad. Google Google Blippy and Google Blippy's backstory, and you will Don't be make sad. you sad. Oh, your life you sad. Will be sad. Like literally, it's a sad story. Oh, it's sad how famous this dude is. What's saving my life right now is gum, chewing and bubble gum. Chewing uh, gum. Yeah, uh, my my kids. We made up a fake rule. It was a real rule because it's in our house, but it was a fake rule because it didn't exist outside of our house. But we said to our children from the time that they could talk that you can you cannot chew gum until you're five. That was the okay. the rule. So like sure. you know you can't drink to your can't drink till you're twenty one. Like you know five sure. a beer with dinner, dad. Can I have some of that? No, you can't have some of that, buddy. You're not an adult yet. When you're older, sure. you can have it. When you're five, you can chew gum. Well, this created this. You know, first of all, easy birthday present. They don't know how much gum costs, mm, but also well done. They've they're five. They've been five for about five or six months, and they are into it. They are into gum, mm, and mm-hmm, they literally mm-hmm. and, and you know, as your kid, I have twin boys, and as they get older, you know, they're they want to do more, you know, stuff, and you know, they're going to be less, you know, about me for sure. And we're still in this, right. you know, we're still in this time where I get to spend a ton of time with my kids, and they think I'm cool, which is awesome. But we literally, yeah. sit. I sit on the couch and they sit on my lap and we all just stare at each other and chew gum <laughs> and they can't blow a bubble yet, but they just wait for me wow. to do it. And they try to mm-hmm. pop it mm-hmm. before I, and they're just like, yes. and they're just chewing, do it again. Uh-huh. And that's what we do. Uh-huh. That is the thing that we and do. And that's your fun. To spend time. And that's your Friday well, night. What's great uh-huh. is, is that they're just on the go constantly. And it becomes this yeah. like 20 minutes where we just are all like snuggling and hanging out. And it's awesome. It's pretty it cute. It is just it's pretty cute. right now. And I know it's a season and it's not going to last long. So I'm here to embrace it and uh-huh. enjoy it, uh, uh-huh. especially as we get busier and busier around here to take some time yeah. and just sit and do nothing with my kids. That's it. Yeah. It's gum for me. I love it. Listen, and right now you need to appreciate that your personal brand of dad magic involves a $2 pack yes. of gum. Because at this point in my life, right. they're like, mom, we, we want to connect with you. With an iPhone, that's right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's how we stay connected right. yeah, yeah. for for the memes, for the, for the memes. memes. You I say. can't so, send you this quality meme if you don't have a phone for me. That's what I need. I, I'm just. I want you how, to. How else will we? Love I want each you other. to sit your 15 year old down and say, "We're gonna blow bubbles at each other tonight." That's all we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's a lot of fun. There, just say there are kids in Greenville who are happy with just gum, <laughs> with just gum. <laughs> They just sit on their dad's lap and they are delighted. (laughs) So tell everybody just really quickly before we sign off here, all the, where they find you, where they find the book, all of it. Where do you want to send them? Uh, you can go to uh, com to find the places that you can listen to the podcast at Hallmark Podcast on the social medias, except for TikTok or at Deck the Hallmark because long mm-hmm. forgot the law. It's not important. Mm-hmm. And then the book's mm-hmm. available hopefully everywhere you found books for sale. I went into my Barnes and Noble and they said maybe. So <laughs> we're maybe looking good. We're looking good. You know what? They're not You're still saying deciding. there's a chance. They're saying well, there's, there's a chance. chance. They're, they're going to yeah. have it. And maybe it will be there by Tuesday is what yeah, they're saying. That's what, that's what I was saying. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, you guys. That's it. That's uh, fun. Thanks, Jen. All right. Thanks, awesome. you guys. Thanks, thanks for being thanks, on Always Appreciate fun, you. fun, fun. Okay, everybody. Talk soon. Have a good one. You too. All right, guys. <laughs> Blast. So 
so dumb. We're so dumb together. Oh my gosh. I hope you enjoyed that because I sure did. That is the kind of energy I'm loving taking into this season. If you haven't already followed them over at Deck the Hallmark, you got to go. If you just like to laugh, if you're like, I need something in my ears where some guys are just riffing around, these are your guys. And especially if you love Christmas and Hallmark and it's just the best genre. So over at jenhatmaker.com under the podcast tab, I will have this whole episode queued up, like the show notes. I'll have the links to all the guys' stuff, their socials, their new book. That new book is your holiday party guide. It is your watch party guide. It's all compiled for you. You don't have to try to find it on the internet. So it's a smart buy for those of us who love what it is they're putting out in the world. And so go and get it and come back because the comfort and joy series is both funny and sweet. Like we have some incredible guests walking us through parties and Hallmark movies, but also prayers and traditions. And it's all just lovely. It's the whole thing is lovely and we hope it serves you and we hope you laugh and we hope you cry and we hope you feel inspired as always. So thanks for being here, you guys. Don't miss next week's episode. See you then.